Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one. Ow. On a scale. Ah. On a scale. Ow. On a scale of one to ten. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? to Behind the Backlot, the Universal podcast for all things Universal. Uh, just kidding. Happy April Fool's Day. Welcome to Behind the Dreams podcast. My name is Jordan Wigan. I have my sister. Christian Aldeyer. And we will be talking all things Disney from the theme parks, the movies, the TV shows, video games, whatever there is. Uh, Disney, we will talk about it. Um... Yeah, so uh, we got some news coming up here. Um, by the way, um, Disney did a April Fool's joke today. Did you see this one at all? I saw one, so maybe it's the one I saw. What was it? The sneers. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes, the sneers. Uh, snack ears, and it's like uh, ears. Um. With a little holder for, like, snacks, uh, where the ear should be. Um, so yeah, uh, it was, it was funny. Um. I feel like I saw, I saw someone else share a different one. I cannot remember what it was, though. Um. I don't know, I felt like it was a good one, though. I'll have to see if I can find it. Yeah. All right, so I don't think we have too much news to cover. I gotta gotta wade through the fake news from the April Fool's Day, so you gotta make sure you're not seeing any of those. Um, I did see one thing so far. Um, just that, well, Speed Racer, or Speed Racer, oh my god, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> That's very different, yep. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Lightning Queen, um, that thing opened up yesterday, the right. Racing Academy thing, um, and I saw some people have videos of it, it looks like they have like another dance party thing outside of there with the cars, um, and that the cars interact and like talk with each other, mm-hmm. and then it's a show on the inside, I'm not, I'm still kind of confused as to what it really what is. What it is, yeah. But we... We're going to try and go there because we're going this weekend and we're going to Hollywood Studios, so we're going to try to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. When was the last day we recorded? It would have been the Sunday before last, so you're looking at the 24th. Okay. Um, Yeah, so it's been a... uh, I wouldn't say a very eventful week. I mean, of course, there's been some stuff going on. Uh, we do have some, a uh, little bit of news here. <clears throat> um, the main bit being, uh, probably t- movie news, to be honest, is, is what most of our time is here. The park news that we have here, uh, we have a DVC exclusive Star Wars Galactic Gathering taking place at Epcot on April 10th. This is from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., nine days from now. 
during this membership magic event, Disney Vacation Club members and special guests will enjoy Star Wars themed foods, beverages, meet your favorite Star Wars characters, pose for photos with Star Wars set pieces and props and more. Um, let's get to the kicker, okay? Uh-huh. Kicker here is the price. Uh, for a DVC yeah. night where you're already paying how much, how many thousands of dollars a year? Um, two hundred. Yeah, those people are annual pass holders. Uh, right, right. Two hundred and twenty-five dollars for adults and two hundred and ten dollars for children. And you need separate. You get to be a child until the age of twenty this time, at least. <laughs> right, but you also need to have a separate theme park admission. Right. Uh, so That's on. Crazy. Right, there. right. So that's $100 a day. Let's say you didn't have an annual pass, right? So you're looking at 300 and some dollars for this. Uh, I mean, this is an hour, a two hour, two and a half hours, six to eight thirty. I mean, this is pretty much the Star Wars weekends, which would have been not this expensive. Right, right. <laughs> uh, this is just, I, I don't know. I, I can't believe they keep getting away with this stuff. Um, the other big and news. The, more, yeah. the problem is, is that the more the people buy it, it's going to keep going. That's the problem. Uh, people got to stop buying this. Then, I mean, how can you have that much expendable income to spend two hundred and twenty-five dollars for two and a half hours? Right. That's not even as long as what Marvel's Endgame is supposed to be, uh, lengthwise. Uh, when you go to the theater to see that and you're paying only like 14 bucks for that um yeah i don't know that's just uh it sounds like a cool thing but with that price and of course they're gonna have special what merchandise and drinks and food there which you're spending more money on right it, it gets to be a lot um uh, go ahead i had one more park thing but I have another park thing, too. Um, this was announced on, I think, Saturday here. Mickey's Filler Magic is coming to Disney California Adventure uh, this April. Um, so Mickey's Filler Magic, you know, is in Fantasyland at, um, yeah, in Disney World, Magic Kingdom. Uh, and they're opening it over in California Adventure at the Sunset Showcase Theater in Hollywoodland. Um, if you've ever been... Uh, it originally had the Muppet Vision 3D until 2014, and then had the Frozen Sing Along until 2016, and now it's been used as the movie preview venue. Um, so, I guess it's good it's getting a regular attraction now. Um, I know a lot of people are really excited about this in the comments. Uh, for me, it's another one of those. Just why? Why are we transplanting something that's already? at another park you know um i don't know i feel like there's probably better ways to do that um oh and here you go toy story spirit jersey coming to shop disney and disney store on april 15th um i don't think this one will be as popular uh yeah doesn't really look like a spirit jersey as much i'll have to look it up i haven't seen a picture of it so it is uh, Andy's wall. Oh. I'll send you a picture of it here. 
Um, but you know how the Spirit Jersey usually has Walt Disney World stretched all the way on the back. Um, almost going from like the shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, just Toy Story on the back. Like it oh, doesn't I see. take up. Yeah, that's there. not as cool. It could have been cooler. Yeah, yeah, definitely could have been. Um, but yeah, uh, that's uh, that's for Toy Story Four. So you can go ahead and get that. Um, well, what do you? Uh, what what did you have? Yeah, let me talk because I'm gonna forget them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So today, I think it was today, started the Grand Floridian Easter egg display with out of chocolate. Uh huh. They have them there, and they said this is the longest it's going to be displayed. They usually don't do it this early. Um, so that's from now until April 28th in the lobby of the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. You can go and see it. And they look really cool. We've never seen them in person, so might be adding that to our list of things to do this Oh, weekend. you have to. I've, I've went and, and seen them a few years oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, back when I was, uh, okay. I went and saw them, yeah. Um, the other thing I had was, well, I have two things. Um, apparently the Butterfinger Cupcake has returned to the Trolley Car Cafe in Hollywood Studios. Now, mm-hmm. that used to be available a while ago, and they took it away. Hmm. Um, but it is good. I have had it before. It was one of those things that people talked about quite a, bu- a bit, so surprising that they, you know, did away with it for a while. And the last thing, I'm not really sure, I can't really remember, we didn't talk about the weekend brunch thing with the Dole Whip and all, did we? I don't think so. So, um, starting at the Wine Bar George at Disney Springs, they are starting brunches there, and that just started on Saturday. It's only available Saturdays and Sundays from 11 to 3. It includes savory starters, classic brunch entrees, side dishes, sweets, and several fun cocktails, including a Dole Whip mimosa. Uh, I totally want to do this. Hmm. So, some of the starters are um, hummus, grilled romaine, spiced olives, crispy mac and cheese bites, smoked salmon, cheese boards, um, and then their main plates is French toast, steak and eggs, uh, a burrata, I'm not really sure what that is, sausage gravy and biscuits, eggs benedict, and wine country omelet. I just want to go for the French toast. <laughs> um, it has like a caramel sauce over it. And then they have sides of bacon, chicken sausage, biscuits, eggs, potato hash, and polenta cakes. For sweets, cinnamon bun, olive oil cake, chocolate chip cookie, key lime pie, and a rosé cookie. Um, and then... Dole Whip Mimosa, Moscato, Dole Pineapple, and Prosecco. And then they have a couple other drinks, too. But that is definitely the one people are talking about the most. There's also a Dole Whip Frascato, so it's a frozen slushy type of drink, with Moscato, vodka, and the Dole Whip, or the pineapple soft serve stuff. Hmm. So that sounds yummy. Good. Yeah. You're the You're the food person on this. Um, going over to some, uh, movie and TV show news, Brenda's song is going to be voicing, uh, a character on Disney Channel and their new animated comedy series, Amphibia, and that is, um, created by a director from Gravity Falls. 
Um, Dumbo takes the number one spot in the uh, in the box office, but uh, people are saying it's still kind of a low number. It's got forty five million domestically and seventy one million internationally, resulting in a worldwide total of one hundred and sixteen million, with a budget of one hundred and seventy million. So that is going to take a bit to get break even because that 170 is not even including the marketing which is usually another 170 so um, people are thinking it's gonna you know um, that it's going to only be number one this week uh, reviews aren't great for it and uh, we, we also got Shazam coming out this weekend which I'm going to see. So, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't expect it to do super, super well anyway. Right, so. this is the one we said, right? This is the one we yeah, said would be the, the lower. That, if I had to pick one that was going to kind of, not necessarily flop, but just not make it. Right. It, it's this one. But there are some people who have gone and seen it and said it's so awesome and made them cry and so good and everything else. But Yeah, I just, I've read that. For my personal thing, I don't think that that's how I'm, I don't think I'm going to be like in love with it. No, I never had that much of an attach attachment to Dumbo to begin with, and I never really cared much for Tim Burton, so it's not really yeah. up there in my must Now, I will say, out of all the Tim Burton ones, this one appeals to me more than any of the other ones. It doesn't seem as dark, I guess. I mean, like, it's definitely a darker take, but it doesn't seem quite as... Right. But maybe that's just because it's already, like, a movie about a circus and crazy stuff anyway, so it seems a little more fitting. Right. But. Yeah, it's got a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 59% audience score. Huh. So, not not too great. Um, <clears throat> Spider-Man uh, got some new posters for uh, Far From Home, which shows him on top of the London Eye. It shows him um, in uh, in France and in no, sorry, Italy and in uh, Berlin as well. So, uh, just some cool posters. Um, archival audio is going to be used uh, for Don Rickles, who was uh, voicing Mr. Potato Head. Um, he would appear in Toy Story 4. Um, let's see here. I'm just trying to see if it has... Um, yeah, he signed on to appear in the film before he died. He did not record any dialogue before he passed away, so they're just going to use old dialogue. Huh. And my last thing I have here, really... Oh, you know what else we have that was park-related? Uh, the Meisner Lounge at Grand Floridian is rumored oh, yeah. to be rethemed to Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yeah. This I don't like, to be honest. I don't think Beauty and the Beast matches any of the aesthetic from Grand Floridian. Yeah, it's true. And you know what? It's so funny that... Because what, you know, all we've been talking about is them inserting movies into everything. Yes, and here it is. My first, my first thing when they said it was like, oh, that's so cool. But then I'm like, but... Not really at the same time. Like, that's just another example of them adding everything right. nonstop. You know? 
like, what's wrong with the Grand Floridian as it is? Right, and and it doesn't fit the aesthetic, and I don't think. I mean, be our guest is right across the street, right across the pond. I mean, what what do we need this for? It's. I don't know. It's just yeah. confusing. Um, and the last bit of news here I have is Avengers have released uh, Marvel Avengers Endgame has 36 new posters. Uh, each one has a different character on it. Um, the ones in color are the people that have survived the snap. And in gray are the ones that had died. Um due to the snap or even before the snap. Um, one interesting uh, one that we did not know might be in the movie is Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson. She's from Thor Ragnarok, so you got to get on it and watch Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix, I think, so it should be... And you said you, you own it. We have it. Yeah, just go watch it. I really want to... Um... I had every intention, like, I really wanted to just watch all of them, but Mm -hmm. I've come to the conclusion I'm never going to have that kind of time, so. (laughs) Just one a day. Yeah, yeah, true. That's what we're doing. Um, And an interesting dusting, uh, dusted character poster is of um, Shuri, um, uh, Black Panther's sister. Um, It was shown that she was disappeared... Like that she had disappeared from the trailer. It shows her on the missing, uh, as missing, but this kind of appears that she is, you know, uh, one of the ones that have fallen. Uh, the slogan on each of these posters is Avenge the Fallen, and people have been making so many memes out of this. Have you seen these where they'll take, like, uh, like people put borders, like the book? company and put a picture of that and said revenge and put the revenge the fallen on there um or avenge the fallen uh so people just doing that with anything like uh i think i've seen it for some old disney rides that are no longer around um like i think one was dream finder somebody put a picture of dream finder with the avenge the fallen um yeah so lots of lots of that going around but yeah that that's um that's all the news that I have. Pause really quick. Yeah. Well, we were talking, me and Joy were talking about this the other day, so maybe you can lend your thoughts onto it. That'll stretch this out a bit. But um, I was asking her, do you think, right, do you think after Avengers Endgame that the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, will uh-huh. become less popular? Uh, do you think, like, some people are going to be like, okay, I've seen, like, can thing. it get any more hype than it really is right now with, you know, 20-some movies down? This is the buildup okay. of it. I don't think it can get any more hype than what it is, but mm-hmm. I don't foresee the hype going down. Right, right. I mean, I think that's what I was wondering, like, you know, will the popularity subside to like, I feel like this is peak, right? I feel like this is the peak of the MCU right now where, so like in a sense of like when some of these movies go too far and then they, no, I don't even think, I don't even think that I think they could keep making great movies, but I think 
the peak of popularity, the peak of um, culture zeitgeist, you know? Like, I feel like it's going to start uh, kind of subsiding a bit. Like, I guess the good thing is that they still have Black Panther 2 to work with. They still have Captain Marvel 2. These movies are, you know, Captain Marvel's $10 million away from a billion. So, obviously their sequels are probably going to generate interest, right? But will some people be like... Because I've read this online before where people are like, no matter what they make... I'm out at this point. I'm out at Endgame. But I wonder why, because you figure, really, okay, yes, you've gotten all the stories of Captain America and all the stories of Iron Man and all that, but you still have so much more with Spider-Man. You have a whole other one coming up to him, and then, like you said, a whole other one of Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Like, So you mean to tell me you're just going to stop watching these characters all of a sudden because that happened? That's what they said. They said, well, they said... Some of the people online I read said this is the perfect point where it seems like to jump off. Um, so nah. I, I'm just wondering. I mean, do you think? Because I, I could see like box office obviously going down a bit. I mean, Infinity War was the highest movie of all time in in America right. opening and weekend. Endgame's so. gonna beat that, don't you think? I don't know. I don't know. Really? Uh, I think it's got much more competition this year than it did last year. Um, so I, I could see it having True, make not as much. you mean to tell me all these people who've invested this time isn't, aren't going to go see that movie because there's other movies out? Uh, I doubt it. Maybe. I mean, they may have been, their interest may have been peaked and they may not have seen all the other movies. They may have just heard like, oh, Endgame's, I mean, Infinity War is awesome and they go and see it. And then they may have been like, yeah, it's not for me. And then don't go. I mean, it's going to be, sure. I think it's going to be hard to top the, box office of of infinity war now obviously they it could um because you can't really say it can't right i mean captain marvel is making almost a billion dollars and she's not even well known uh and you're going to have a whole uh well because now all these people who are so invested in this no i mean i understand you know what you were saying about you know it being you know that they're invested now, but uh, I mean, uh, I just didn't know if. Obviously, some people I I feel like are going to stop. I mean, I, that's what I've seen online, anyway. So we'll we'll see. But um, it's just one of those things where I, you know I'm not stopping. I'm in this thing until they stop making movies. But uh, uh, well, I was gonna say the only way I could see people stopping is like if they decided before Captain Marvel and before something else and then they just didn't see those movies and they're only in it to see what happens in this one and then they're right. done. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And um, uh, speaking of, you know, the Marvel films too, we got, uh, you know, Angelina Jolie is rumored to be playing a role in the uh, Eternals movie, which should be the fall release next year. Um. Uh, now it doesn't sound like she'd be playing the lead. We don't really know. They didn't say what character she'd be playing. So, um, I guess we'll see. But I mean, they, they keep getting big actors. They keep also getting actors that they discover, you know, um, that right. are not it's as like well a known. Right. But you know, if you look at some of the actors we've got, like Michael Douglas, um, and uh, 
Michelle Pfeiffer and, um, you know, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, right, right. You know, Robert Downey Jr. Of course, he wasn't as big of a name as he is now. Um, but there's so many actors. Uh, Tilda Swinton, uh, who was in Doctor Strange. Um, Jeff Goldblum was in Thor Ragnarok. Benicio Del Toro in Guardians of the Galaxy. Josh Brolin's a pretty big name. I mean, all these... Uh, people that have, you know, before it was kind of like, uh, I'd say back in like the 90s and early 2000s with X-Men and the original Spider-Man movies, I, I feel like it wasn't, like I feel like nobody wanted to be a superhero, right? They they looked at it almost as like, it's below, right? Like, oh, you're going to get a, yeah, especially when you look at those 1990s Batman films that were yeah, awful, yeah. right? With Clooney now, now and... It's okay. A bigger, better thing. Right, sense. right, and that's like just with the people that they're getting in there. Um, uh, what's his name from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? Kurt Russell, right? Um, just, just yeah. huge names of people that they're able to get into here now. If Angelina Jolie does, I mean, that's probably one of their biggest names of uh, this generation, anyway. Um, and even like Samuel L. Jackson, he's a he's a huge draw, and. Yeah. Um, Brie Larson won an Oscar. I mean, they get, like, consistent people that's not, um, you know, <clears throat> so, it, 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 right, it's, it's just crazy to think that, obviously, that's not going to stop, right? People, people are going to keep wanting to be in these films if they keep making the money they're making and keep getting the critical reception they're getting. Well, I was um, going to say exactly that. Why would you not want to for the fact of they're already so huge and you know that it's going to do well, so it's like right. a no-brainer. Right, and I was, I was watching like a special feature with Michael Douglas you know, from Ant-Man and the Wasp, and he was like um, that it's got him a whole bunch of different fans now. You know, like he said he'll be walking the street and people will be like, oh, it's Hank Pym, you know, from Ant-Man. Like kids that wouldn't know who he is. Um, right from watching his older stuff, you know? So, uh, you get that kind of exposure too, um, to a whole different, you know, crowd that will maybe look up your other movies if they really like you, you know, and uh, watch your other stuff. Um, but what I was saying before is I think this was the peak of popularity. Obviously, I still think they can keep churning out good movies, but I, I think with the, you know, if Cap really does leave, right, if Chris Evans walks away, which is what he said he's going to be doing, if um, Robert Downey Jr. walks away, uh, if Chris Hemsworth is going to be walking away soon, and we start phasing out those original um, people. people, I could see it becoming kind of less popular. I mean, obviously, Black Panther and Captain Marvel are close to a billion dollars. You know, Black Panther made a billion, I think 1.2, and... Captain Marvel is now actually eight million away uh, from <laughs> what I was just reading. So, um, you're looking at obviously that shows that there's some sort of market for those characters and that they're popular characters. And then you add in, uh, I don't know, the people that I think is going to be leading the next Avengers if they make another Avengers movie and not call it something else would be. Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and uh, if they renew the Sony deal, Spider-Man. You know, then you have kind of like your new so, career. In that 
sense. I can see what you mean by like it losing its popularity because it's going to be really hard for people to see those people as the main group. Right. It just seems like a weird mashup, but I can't say that it didn't seem like that in the beginning of the other one. You just get used to certain ones. Um, but I would think, I guess in the sense of, you're right. Like I can only see the Avengers being able to go this far. Now, as far as MCU, they can keep making their movies and this one can help this one out here and there, but I can't see them successfully continuing on with an Avengers without these Avengers. Really? I mean, I don't know. The Avengers were always a rotating cast in the comics. I mean, you always had So, okay. I mean, it, it wasn't always I mean, these were the big well-known ones, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, um and Thor. And actually Captain America I don't think came into the Avengers until issue 3 or 4. Before that it was Ant-Man and Wasp who uh, led the Avengers. And also you got them too who could be in the Avengers as well, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. Um, so you kind of got that new crew and then whoever else they introduce and now they kind of got almost like an extension with the Fox deal closing. They have X-Men and Fantastic Four characters now that they can integrate and extend this thing even further than they, you know, before they were going to have to rely on all of these like obscure characters like the Eternals that's coming out next year. And they were probably going to have to go more obscure like that. And now they can be like, well, let's bring in Wolverine and Cyclops and Mr. Fantastic and Human Torch, you know, and they can... He kind of, that's my thing, too. I don't know how to, um, how they would incorporate, like, I don't want them to incorporate Fantastic Four and X-Men into Avengers, in a sense. I just feel like they're so out there. What's out there about them? I don't know. It just... Fantastic Four fits in very well now, okay? Like... You're probably thinking like, oh, Fantastic Four, right? They go to space and get powers, right? Which was out there for the early 2000s, but we got a big purple guy snapping his fingers and half the people are gone. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Fantastic Four is a very important franchise for them. Uh, It's Marvel's first family is what they call them. It's their first uh, team that they ever created. Um it's, uh, you know, the X-Men is a very, uh, is a very huge I guess that's the one franchise. that just seems so different from the others. Like, Fantastic Four, not so much, but I don't know. I just feel like X-Men, uh, maybe it's just because I've never seen, seen them, them together. Fly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it just seems like it's its own, I guess that's the thing. It seems like it's its own group of people already, so why bring that whole group? But then you can say that about Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Right, they're their own group as well. Right, right. I mean, and so is Fantastic Four, but... Right. Well, you know, the the big thing with X-Men is they were a big, uh... I don't know how to phrase that. They're like a, um... Allegory, I guess, for civil rights back in the 60s. Um, Everybody saw mutants as different as them and and looked down upon them, uh, which was going on around the same time as the civil rights movement. Um, So that's that's a big storyline as well. It's all about integrating X-Men into the MCU now because they've been not really referencing any of the mutants 
um, because they couldn't because they couldn't even say the word mutant because of Fox owning the rights. Um, but now, uh, I mean, and, and here's the thing too that you may not know that might make it seem a little bit different. Uh, in the comics, uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver um, were actually the children of Magneto from X-Men. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they were actually well, his kids. I guess I did kind of see that Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch kind of played into the X-Men thing a little bit, I felt like. And Quicksilver did too, yeah. That's why they were, they kind of were in shared rights there, so they were both able to use them. Um, so, yeah, so his, his um, yeah, Magneto's kids are, are those two. Uh, they're originally mutants. Uh, they had weren't able to say that, so they kind of gave them their powers instead from the um, from the scepter, Loki scepter in Age of Ultron. So, uh, just a little bit of comic background there for people. But um, I, I think obviously it's going to go down a bit because this is the build up. This is the one everybody's looking forward to. But I think when they do include X Men and Fantastic Four, I think it's going to rise up a little bit again because these are going to be characters that people are familiar with. Yeah. And they're going to say, oh, that's cool that they're in there. Um, and hopefully that they're done right this time. Uh, especially Fantastic Four, who hasn't had a good movie like at all. Um, I mean, I liked the first two movies, but they were, you know, I was a kid when I saw them. So I have some sort of nostalgia goggles on. But um, And Fantastic Four comes with a lot of good villains that they can put in and be the next big bad after Thanos. Uh, X-Men has a lot of good villains as well that they can use. So it'll definitely extend their villain roster uh, more than what they currently have. So for big bads that, that can replace Thanos once uh-huh. Thanos is gone. But uh, So I'm excited. I think the future's good for it. Um, but I, I right now I'm enjoying living in this moment where I feel like it's at its peak and, you know, all these characters are so popular where people are making memes of it. And they're, you know, when I was growing up, I mean, like I knew who Captain America was. I knew who Iron Man was, but a lot of people didn't. A lot of people, their favorite, you know, when you would ask a kid, their favorite superhero was one of three. It was Batman, Superman, or Spider-Man. And now, uh, we have, you know, people who love Iron Man, people who love Captain America. And I know, like, what, Nathan's favorite is Iron Man or Cap, isn't it? Yeah. One of them. I don't right. know. He said three of them at one point. <laughs> and I know he used to love Hulk, too. But, I mean, like, Hulk was famous in the 70s from the TV show and, and such. Um, but, uh, you know, now a kid's favorite superhero, they could grow up, it could be Star-Lord or R- Rocket or group uh-huh. you know what i'm saying and th- that's like a very different time we're living in uh you know for me it was growing up I had the batman animated series i had spider-man animated series and x-men animated series you know yeah, that was, i was gonna say those were pretty much it right right i mean i think they did have some others of like fantastic four and i think iron man had a cartoon back then but didn't last as long as those three shows which uh-huh. lasted a while um so, you know, it's just amazing to see how far it's coming now. Like, I can't wait till I have a daughter who can watch Captain Marvel and kind of feel inspired by this girl kicking butt, you know, that, um, 
that I had when I got to see like Spider-Man kicking butt, you know, nerdy kid like Spider-Man, <laughs> which I identified with. Yeah. It's totally different now. There's just so many, I mean, there's a whole aisle of all different ones that you can dress up as and stuff. Too. Right. Right. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. Literally it was, I had a Superman costume. I, you know, Batman was one and Spider-Man, like they didn't have all these other, all these other ones. Um, so obviously, you know, things have changed exponentially when it comes to superheroes and and uh, all that. Some people don't like superheroes, you know. Some people don't like these movies. They've probably already tuned out at this point <laughs> how long we've been going on with it. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited for it. And uh, it is also confirmed today, actually, that Stan Lee's last cameo is going to be an Endgame. Originally, people thought it was in Spider-Man Far From Home, but it looks like it's going to be an Endgame. Huh. So. But yeah, I guess that about wraps us up. Do you have anything else to to add to your thoughts on the MCU going forward? Or, you know, you seemed more like the popularity was going to just keep increasing or staying the same, right? I mean, I, Well, I kind of felt like it wouldn't die off too, too much. Right. Not a drastic change. Right. Yeah, I mean, the the box office is the interesting thing there with, um, you know, can these, can they keep churning out obscure characters that keep uh, making bank is pretty much what it's all yeah. about. If they keep getting the casting right, yeah, obviously. People love Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. because they embody those characters so well. Um, Tom Holland does really well as Spider-Man. So, I mean, like, if they keep doing that, then obviously they're going to be just fine. Uh, the big movie I want to see is Captain Britain, and that's not an April's Fool joke. If people don't know who he is, look him up. But he, there's actually a Captain Britain, uh, but that's that would be something I'm really interested in to see uh, become a franchise. Where when is that? Oh, you don't know? It's not. No, actually... no. I just that that's one I want to see become a oh, movie. Okay. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool. But yeah, so that about wraps up. Where can people uh, find you at? You can find me on Instagram at allguyeradventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E adventures, and Behind the Dreams podcast on Instagram. And you can follow us on Twitter at btdisneypodcast, facebook.com slash beyondthedreamspodcast. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Uh, so we will catch you all next week. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we have a little bit more news and uh, a discussion topic to talk about next week. All right. Low battery. (laughs) See you real soon.